your host for Lacrosse Talk PM, Rick Sola. All right. Good afternoon. Very exciting day today. There's very little to do with this show. The Bucks season openers tonight, and I'm just trying to get to the to the game, to the tip off. So just gonna It's all I've been thinking about all day. Not really, but I'm very excited. Bucks at Rockets. You ought to listen to that one. It's on WKTY. 6.30, so a little bit after the show, going to be on Russell Westbrook, James Harden, the new Rockets versus the Bucks without Malcolm Brogdon because we didn't want to pay him. If you want to talk about Bucks, feel free. 608-785-7914, the Better Hearing Center talking text line. Uh, Grant Bills, the Wisco Sports Show, is over there on WKTY. The studio's over there. If you're watching on Facebook Live, you can't see my arm because the camera's not pointed there. Uh, he'll be talking Bucks today too, I'm sure. If you want to do listen to Bucks talk over there too, as well. Uh, Brad Williams is going to come in here in a couple of minutes and talk about the Eric Sackett trial. He's there every day. Brad also uh, jumped out of the newsroom this morning to go over to the county administrative center and peek in on the executive committee of the lacrosse county board that voted on giving itself a pay raise starting in april of 2020 i believe and here's brad now he's coming into the studio entering the studio so i was just telling this is what we did the whole show on a lot of the show yesterday i guess we talked about the sack trial too it's gonna be a it's gonna be like a sequel to yesterday's show but um Brad was Brad was at the sack of trial, but before he before he went there, you snuck out of the newsroom and and you went to the county board meeting, and so essentially, they actually, w- I went to the uh, county committee ex- meeting first. That's what, no, but, but, but you were doing the news in the morning. Uh, is what no, I'm no, actually, oh. I've uh, this week I'm mostly concentrating on the trial. So Caitlin's been taking care of the wisdom oh. news for me. Oh, nice. Okay, I guess yeah. they only wake me up for certain things. Ah, right. Well, and and, and those discussions. Ah, all right. So you you did you, so, you, so yeah, you before the executive the committee of the Lacrosse County Board met this morning at seven thirty, which is when they meet seven thirty in the morning. When they that's when they that's meet when monthly. That's every month. Okay. Uh, the that committee meets at seven thirty in the morning. So it's not a it's it's not a surprise but meeting. A special, but it was a it was a special meeting because they were talking about budget issues for twenty twenty. They were talking about things like the the Lakeview home and the Hillview home and, and many other uh, areas of the budget that have to be discussed. And right at the and very, if you go to, the well, very end of the agenda at. was the item that uh, was brought up yesterday on uh, raising the. Uh, pay for the county uh, board members. And if you look at the agenda on, online, it's there. You can check it out. It's all in PDF form. And then right. most of the font is regular. And then county board give itself double array, doubles its its salary it's in very tiny font. They made that font a lot smaller than the... I'm just kidding. They actually <laughs> didn't do that. But it was the last thing on the agenda. So if you... And it did take about, about half hour of discussion today. Okay. And uh, they are going to pass it along to the full county board. For the, the November meeting. Now, do do you know how many were on the, the executive committee? There I thought are, there were nine. There are nine members, and two or three of them were excused today. So only six members were voting on it. Okay, and do we remember? Do you know what the vote was? The to votes. Give well, a well, there were a couple of uh, votes before the actual uh, final vote. Uh, there was one vote taken on whether to put it off for a month because they wanted more information. 
that was split three to three, so that failed. Then there was another vote to amend it so that committee chairs would get more money than they get now. And uh, that also failed. Then there was uh, the final vote, and I believe there was one, uh, one dissenting vote to pass it along to the full county board. But the idea is basically that, yes, uh, county board members, supervisors, get $400 a month now, which is going to a couple of uh, main meetings a month, and then they also have committees that they serve on, so they have to go uh, to the committees. Yep. The, uh, the county board chair, Tara Johnson, or whoever it happens to be after the next election, uh, would get four times more than the... Uh, the standard le- legislator gets now. If they raise it from the four hundred, if they raise it from the four hundred seventeen dollars to seven hundred dollars, which is the proposal, yep. seven hundred dollars a month, the county board chair automatically gets four times that, so it would be twenty eight hundred dollars a month for the chair, and then uh, fourteen hundred dollars for the two vice chairs of the board. Okay, and because they haven't really had it raised except incrementally, like one or two percent a year yeah. over the last dozen years or so. And Tara Johnson specifically made the argument and, and explained why she wanted to do this. She's, she says uh, it's, it seems to be privilege right now, and she feels that it impedes the ability to be diverse, is that uh, some people who might want to be on the county board maybe can't afford it, maybe can't afford to spend that much time away, uh, maybe don't have the income, she said, that uh, might allow them to... Uh, buy clothes that would uh, be more presentable at county board meetings rather than blue jeans, that sort of thing. But, Is there uh, a dress code at the county no, board? No, there's not a dress code. At, but uh, be but she, she, she says that it would help to bring more diversity to the board if you paid people more to put the time in to be on the board. Sure. It just sounds bad when you... Hey, we're going to double your salary, essentially. Yeah, well, that's, that's what's the probably going to come up when it comes before the entire county board. Do I hit that? Yeah. Uh, and we had Ralph Geary on yesterday, and he was great. And he, I mean, I just sprung this information on him, I think, eight minutes, no, four minutes before we went on air. I'm like, hey, Ralph, because he called, you know, he was nice enough to call me back. And and then he was like, oh, I didn't even know about this. And I'm like, will you go on the air with me and just talk? And he was great. So it was nice that he was able to do that. Uh, did any of those well, she guys. Wants, uh, what? Tara Johnson says she would like some newer and younger people on the board and and more diverse. Uh, Sharon Hampson, who is on the board, said they've gotten a $38 increase in 13 years, which she said was kind of pathetic Mm -hmm. to just get that little. But uh, Tara Johnson said they want younger. You know, Tara Johnson probably listened to the show yesterday. She actually did come up to me, but she came up to me before the meeting and she apologized for not being able to get back to you. Oh, no. no, Somebody texted me back. I just I, I can't remember who, but. You know, she heard the show. She knew that old Ralph Geary's been on the board since 76, was on railing against these raises. And then she said, we need younger and more diverse than old white Ralph Geary. Let's <laughs> get him out of here. I'm pretty sure that's not what she, the way she, she said She didn't it, say it like but that. They're also, they're also looking at, well, how much does the Lacrosse City Council get paid? How much do county board members in other uh, comparable counties? Uh, we're talking places like Oshkosh and Wausau and yes. places like that. How much do they get paid? Well, and that's what Ralph said. He said, we haven't done a study like that, or he would have known about it. And right. it makes a lot of sense. It doesn't make a ton of sense to do our surrounding counties, because I don't think our surrounding because counties no, are like... Because La Crosse County, uh, 
the population is bigger yeah. than you're going to get in Monroe and Jackson and exactly. Crawford and Vernon County. There's more work to be done here yes. as a board member. That's right. So you really should look at like what Green Bay, Eau Claire, ones uh, of a similar size, Appleton probably. That's that, right. They're not be out of Gaming County, right. but. Uh, those areas. But what they're doing. And so there's a possibility that there could be a little more study. But once again, the way this is written, it wouldn't go into effect until after the next election anyway. All of the county supervisors are on the ballot. Mm-hmm. All of the seats are up for election in April. Yeah. So there are likely to be a few new people. So it wouldn't be the people who are on the board now giving themselves a raise unless they get reelected. Yeah. And it, and if you look at it, if you step back and go, okay, these people are all up for election. The salaries, let's say, let's pretend they pass this. The salaries are now doubled, so seven hundred bucks a month, not the worst. You know, like, oh, you know right. what? I wouldn't mind trying to run. I think at seven hundred bucks a month, I could take some time out of my day and right. and do this at four hundred dollars a month. That's a hundred bucks a week. Um, that that might not be worth it for anybody. The amount, of, you know, I didn't ask Ralph how many it's hours he spent. It's difficult for a lot of people. Yeah, to do exactly. It. So maybe they have a point there. But when Tara Johnson is going to raise her own salary to two thousand eight hundred dollars, I mean, come on. No, I'm it'll just be it'll be the next person. It no, might right, not be right. Tara. And she Johnson. might not be the board chair. Right. Right. Uh, and and I'm kidding. Obviously, if Tara, if you're listening, I'm just yeah. joking. Yeah. And and I don't know. I honestly, I don't know what the county board chair does. $2,800 might not be all that much money. They either. have to make preparations uh, right. you know, for the They've meetings. They've got to put and these PDFs on, on <laughs> They've got to the be line. on top of what the issues are yeah. and figure things out. Yeah, yes. it's probably a, probably a harder job. And, than... and Tara also chairs the executive committee. So, so All right. So, okay, f- switching gears. C- can you come back in a couple minutes? Yes. Because we've got to go to news. Trial. And yeah. we'll talk about We're going to talk with Brad some more on the Eric Sackett trial, which he is fully engulfed in. Uh, we'll be back after this. All right, welcome back to Lacrosse Talk PM. If you want to get in here, 608-785-7914. We were just talking with Brad about the executive committee of the Lacrosse County Board this morning, meeting about a number of things, including raising their own salaries. If you want to talk about that, feel free. Brad also, do you want to get that again? Also, he was uh he's been at the Eric Sackett murder trial in Lacrosse County. Eric Sackett's a Lacrosse native. Uh, accused of murdering his ex-girlfriend, Aaron Samvali. 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 I should get that right after this It's long, been but. said a number of ways. And, uh, okay, so what are, you know, I, we, we, we kind of always have to reset. I think we need to reset this a little bit. Eric, uh, Aaron was found. She, she disappeared in June of last year, and her body turned up two weeks later in a lake in Vernon County, Rung Hollow Lake. With like bricks tied there, to her. There were concrete blocks tied to her with rope. Were they and tied? Chains. This is a weird yes. d- detail, but were they tied like around her waist, around her they ankles? Had, well, the ropes we were that? tied different parts of her body. Okay. Um. All right. So, and uh, it was a couple of months after that that Eric Sackett, her ex-boyfriend, was charged with murder. Yeah. How long was she missing? She was missing for two weeks. Two weeks. So she could have been in a lake for two weeks. Essentially, she could have been. I mean, that's another thing is that they they weren't able to establish how long her body had been in the water. Yeah, because I, I know a texter yesterday asked, "Was her were her lungs filled with water?" And I said, "Well, I'm a. I'm not sure. B. They probably would if she was in a in the lake for two weeks." Because I think that person was getting at was well, did she commit suicide? Therefore, she would be breathing in water at some point. But I, it's just a just a weird detail that I, I don't know a whole lot about. And another texter had asked, was there a stray boat 
around that lake at the, you know where where she would have rowed out and jumped out of the boat with these bricks tied around herself well there are all sorts of questions and, are, and we don't know asked, that either but, right there was no straight you know, i mean we've got two weeks of witnesses um to who, take care who of have we heard you don't have to give details but today who, there who, were witnesses about hair there i mean there was hair that uh, was found in the ropes Oh, okay. And and so was it Eric Sackett's hair? Was it somebody else's and hair? And Eric Sackett has like he, he long, had long hair. He had long hair at the time. Oh, he doesn't. He anymore. does not during the trial. He does not. No. But, yeah. Okay. Not but, not not a big but deal. But they also uh, they brought in an FBI expert today, uh, okay. named uh, Maureen Batrell, and uh, she is an expert, a geologist, uh, to examine the concrete blocks. Uh, because of the theory that the concrete blocks were taken from Sackett's house. And that would tie him to the uh, disappearance. But she says they couldn't specifically tie them to his property based yeah. on gravel and dirt and other things that were found on the blocks. And they were, uh, have you seen the blocks? Yes. Have you seen pictures? They're blocks, right? They like are you, blocks. Would, 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 30 pound blocks. Do they look at like and something that, that, with that, a, cinder with blocks? Pear, yeah, sort of cinder blocks with pear shaped uh, cutouts. Okay. It's, holes it, in them. Is it something that looks like you would go buy at a store? You could, yes. Yeah, okay. Yeah. It is kind of funny we bring and an that, FBI that expert in. Sim- that there were similar blocks at his property, but the expert is saying we couldn't we couldn't prove that they came from his property. Okay. It would be if you, you could see like four missing blocks in his, you know, right. on his on his porch there. And then, so, oh, then there were four blocks tied to her. So that uh, problem that, case, that continues case the, the doubt that I would have clo- I would have closed the case right there. Well, that's part of the thing is that uh, the defense is saying that uh, uh, suggesting they're uh, questioning uh, police in La Crosse, who have been looking at videos, uh, trying to find uh, specific cars that were in the area. And we're talking about early June of last year. June 3rd is the last time that uh, people saw, that most of the people saw Erin alive. June 4th, she was reported missing. And June 17th is when she turned up in the lake. And so that's the whole area, uh, the period of time that they're talking about, is that, okay, would you have seen Eric's truck going to Vernon County? which is where the lake is. Would you have seen somebody else going to Vernon County? Was maybe Aaron still around and she was driving around herself? So that's uh, something that La Crosse police have looked at, but the uh, defense has been questioning police saying, well, did you look at these other videos? Did you look into these other things? Is uh, suggesting today that uh, they, when treating it like a missing person case, waited too long to see what other videos might be available to see whether this truck or this car was going in that direction sure. because the the videos might not have been kept by the businesses that had them or or by the homes uh, along the possible routes. Yeah, well after yeah, I guess she was missing for a day so maybe they look at those right away but they don't think to look at somebody for murder until two weeks later. That's so that, right. and those but, but videos are long gone. But there's also the argument being made that they came too quickly to the conclusion that it was a murder and here's the person who may have done it. And, and so that's, there is a lot of uh, that being questioned during the trial. They also uh, brought onto the witness stand today, the neighbor who had been in an argument with Aaron a few days before she disappeared. There's, there's been a lot of uh, discussion about Aaron's mental state and whether she was being suicidal. Uh, she, she got into a, a fight with this, this neighbor, Irena, 
uh, they were in the different apartments at a duplex on Rose Street mm-hmm. and uh, got into a fight over a garden hose. And Aaron went to jail, and there was the combination of that, that she was going to be evicted. She finds Eric with another woman, and so there are all sorts of uh, things that the defense is saying that Aaron was having a very tough time mm-hmm. that first week of June and could have been suicidal. So this is all adding up. And uh, Irena, the neighbor, says that uh, she talked about when she had uh, spoken with Eric and what she had seen with Aaron. So so that was discussed. It's also, a- her uh, Irena's father had been staying with her that weekend as well, and uh, they asked him about a thump that he heard in the other apartment, in Aaron's apartment, that Sunday night, and she's missing on Monday. Mm-hmm. And they're saying, well, do you think it was a body that was moved out? So there's that theory as well. But Man, they're throwing a lot of stuff at there, it. There's there. a lot of you know speculation and... What if this happened? Was this the case? That's what's going on in this trial. Now you're taking notes. Do you notice that? Like, the, is the jury taking notes, or do they just take the this? Jury in? takes notes, yeah. and they are after every uh, witness has been questioned by the attorneys. They are given the chance to ask questions themselves. Okay. So you yes, feel like they, it- they won't get to keep the notes when they go into the uh, when they actually try to reach a verdict. Yeah. Okay. But they can take notes during the trial. And, well, and while you're sitting there, do you feel like, wow, this is a lot to, like, are well, you yeah, just right so away? They have a very tough job that they yeah. have to sort out. All it is their job to sort this all out and make a decision as to was there a crime, was this person guilty? That's that is a very tough burden on these jurors. Yeah, I was thinking, you know, you never. It's one of the things you never think about until it's actually happening, and when you're walking us through it. Be like, wow, the defense is throwing like 14 different things at this jury and the jury has to come to the conclusion of one thing that is going to, you know, pretty much determine the rest of somebody's life probably. Right. And so it's just like a the, the burden there is, is a little bit nuts. It is. Um, all right. Is that all you have, Brad? That's well, there's, it was a long day. So obviously we have a lot more, but that's, yeah, that's and I, the highlights. Of, and I will let you because now I've kept you for half your half the hour here. And uh, and I know you were frantically writing when I told you to come in here. So. All right. Thanks, Brad. If you want to check more stuff that Brad has, if he's going to sort all, all these notes out and put them on paper, essentially put them on the computer. He's going to get them off paper. Brad literally takes notes and he has many a notebook. And he's going to uh, sort through those and and have a story up on wisdomnews.com. And he probably already has, I think he already, he puts two versions up a day. So there's always a little update if you're interested in this Eric Sackett trial. 608-785-7914, the Better Hearing Center talking text line. We're going to hit Scott's comment and the news before we come back right here on Wisdom. Welcome back to the Crosstalk PM. You want to get in here, 608 608- Seven eight five seven nine one four. I like to have little text conversations during the break with whomever's texting me. Uh, at this point, it's Kevin, and he said about the Sackett trial. Aaron Samvali, Samvali, was found with bricks tied around her body in a, I think, a Vernon County lake. And Kevin texts in the first thing that comes to mind if you're going to commit suicide is to tie blocks on and jump in a lake? Really? Seems logical. Somebody yesterday texted him, was there a boat around? Because if she would have done that and then, you know, scuba dove 
scuba dive backwards into the lake with blocks around her. I mean, that's one way to to get a, get out of a, I guess, get into a lake with blocks around you. I made the point that maybe there's not a boat around because you could carry the blocks with you and just walk into the lake if you want to commit suicide. Seems like a weird way to commit suicide. Um, the way Brad was talking, they threw a lot. They're throwing a lot at the jury. I guess the cast out, right? That's they. The jury either is, I don't know if he did it because all these other factors... So yeah, I guess the I guess the you know I don't watch a whole lot of murder trials, nor do I watch TV shows about court. It's not something that interests me. But um, maybe this is a strategy: throw everything you can at the jury to confuse them, and and they can't come to the conclusion that Eric Sackett murdered Aaron Simvali. I guess maybe that's I mean that's what we do in the Trump administration every day, right? Throw everything we can at everybody. So we're out, outraged about 50 different things at the same time when any one of those things would be <laughs> very wrong. And But if there's 50 of them, then you can't be outraged about any one thing in particular for very long. Uh, we're going to go to the phones. All right, welcome to Cross Talk PM. Who's this? It's Jack. Hey, hey Jack. Uh, you want to turn your radio down? Yeah, I don't really want to be on the radio. All I was going to say is not to mention she was dead when she got put in the water, according to the reports. Oh, okay. All right, thanks, Jack. Yep. Called in to say he didn't want to be on the radio. No call screener here. Uh, we go back to the phones. Welcome to Cross Talk PM. Is this Joe? This is Joe. Hey, Joe, go ahead, man. Hey, so did they check and make sure it wasn't that pervert doctor? I mean, they know his whereabouts in the day? Because, I mean, they've cast enough doubt in my mind, you know, saying that the bricks didn't come any, from anywhere near where that boyfriend had any, and they don't match any on his property. And between her and that psychopathic molesting doctor, it sounds like he... Uh, likes to do little bondage games. I mean, this fits right up his alley. I mean, are we sure? Did they investigate him well enough? He seems like the bad guy here. Is is he a Why do you say he's a psychopath? Well, he was drinky. had to let him go back in 2003 on a charge of child molestation. He's paying this chick $1,000 when he knows that she's got a boyfriend to do bondage sessions with him. Uh, all signs to me point to him. and I haven't heard anything from uh saying that, you know, it's proven to be the boyfriend. I've heard exactly the opposite from the information coming out. Sure. Um, Nothing tied to him at all, but yet there's a lot of signs pointing to old, uh, old bondage molester doctor there. Okay. I, 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 can't, I can't tell you because I'm not in there. If you want to, if you, we're going to bring Brad in every day, I think, to just talk about this for a couple minutes when we start the show tomorrow. So if you want to ask Brad tomorrow, feel free. Well, until I hear some evidence, I would, if I was on the jury, oh, wow, nothing really points to him, I mean, definitively, but yet he likes to play tie-up games, and uh, I would imagine he'd want to keep something like that hidden if she was going to go public with it. So it seems to me signs point more to the doctor at this point. Sure. All right, thanks for the call, Joe. Yep. Uh, 608-785-7914. Texter asked if I can explain what streets are closed. 
in the cross, like by third or Copeland or what streets are actually closed. I can find that. I don't know if I can find that and talk at the same time, but uh, I, I do have, I have that list written down somewhere. Actually, streets, streets, street. let me, let me see, let me see, let me do this quick. Cause it is kind of interesting. Road update. Uh, I'll just read what Drew read. Uh, getting around the city of lacrosse, more difficult. Might be light at the end of the tunnel. Police, police updated us yesterday on their Facebook page. Uh, okay, here we go. I'm going to read this, and I don't. This was at, written at 6 a.m. this morning. So, uh, police said Rose Street, which is closed for rep- repair of a collapsed sewer, should be repaired by Monday. So, Rose Street repaired by Monday. The Rose Street br- bridge will be completed next week. So, probably not Monday, but past Monday. Rose Street open Monday. Rose Street bridge. Uh, next week and both lanes should be open by next Friday so Rose Street Bridge will have both lanes open by next Friday the Copeland Avenue Bridge will be reopened to two lanes Monday Copeland Avenue Bridge two lanes on Monday George Street is being repaved and should be open by next Friday so George Street next Friday Bliss Road was closed for tree removal and it was reopened I, I believe yesterday and the Cass Street Bridge should have both lanes open again tomorrow. So I hope that helps. I believe if you go to the police's Facebook page, it should be up there too. I'm not. Uh, they posted that uh, late yesterday, I believe. 608-785-7914, the Better Hearing Center talk and text line. Um, just sorting through a bunch of stuff. Uh, yeah, that Brad Brad is up to date on that Eric Sackett trial. I feel I feel like it's there's so much information there and he's there all day, so he's got to sort through it and for me to try to sort through, you know, is the doctor the one? He's the doctor's not on trial for murder here. So, it's Eric Sackett. So, we're going to prove whether or not he did it. I don't think the defense is I don't think they're in court right now to try to prove that the doctor did it, but they are trying to discredit, I guess, you know, they're trying to Get Eric Sackett off murder. So however they want to do that. Um, but yeah, Brad, we'll bring Brad in uh, until the trial's over. We can talk. I mean, we really used him today because he went to that county board meeting this morning, which was great. Executive committee meeting, I should say. And uh, so we had that. We're burning Brad out. Brad's going to need like Friday off. So maybe we won't bring him out tomorrow. I'm just kidding. We're, we're going to burn him out. Uh I got a funny story. My mom came to visit from from home, and I wanted to talk about uh, that. We'll do that after the break. When mom comes to visit, we always tackle a project, and usually it turns into a disaster. See, if dad comes to visit, dad just takes over because dad wa- that's how dad works. He's got it. He knows what to do. He'll let you try it, but you're not going to do it right. So here, let dad, and he gets mad, and he just, I'll do it. And <laughs> But when mom comes, we tackle it. We destroy something in my house. Uh, then we try to fix it. And it has happened where we've destroyed something so badly that dad has had to come from Appleton to fix whatever it is we destroyed. Only once that's happened, but uh, I'm going to tell that story. Won't take long, but we'll do that right after the break. Right here on Wisdom. All right. About 10 minutes left. If you want to get in here, 608-785-7914, the Better Hearing Center talking text line. Phil text in about this Eric Sackett murder trial. Phil Texan, media always glamorizes the murders. 
They named the trials after the murderers rather than the murdered. Eric Sackett was not murdered, so it should be called it should not be called the Eric Sackett murder trial. He was not murdered. Eric Sackett is on trial for murder. It's called the Eric Sackett murder trial. He's the lacrosse person in court accused of murder. That's why we do it, Phil. And maybe we're glamorizing it. I don't know if glamorizing is the right word, but it's kind of a big deal. It happens once a year. Somebody was murdered in our area. Somebody from lacrosse is accused of murder. Did that person do it? We'll find out. If he didn't, you might see him walking around downtown lacrosse or at the mall or at a store. Oh, there's Eric Sackett. If he did it, you might have you might just be like, Yeah, I knew that I, I have friends that know that guy. So I mean he's been in jail before. They uh just from what my friends tell me, you know, hey, I used to talk to that guy and then he went to jail and we don't really talk anymore. Uh six oh eight seven eight five seven nine one four the Better Hearing Center talking text line. Adventures of Rick and Shirley, <laughs> Rick and Mom, uh this yesterday, I think it was yeah, it was yesterday morning, uh well, a couple of weeks ago, my dishwasher broke. So Adventures of Rick and Mom were to put in a new dishwasher, but we were only halfway there. We we got the old dishwasher out. Dishwasher lasted about 10, nine, nine years. I bought it on Craigslist for 200 bucks, and it lasted nine years. So that was a pretty good investment. And uh, it wasn't fun to get out. You had to, eventually, you figured out you had to take the front panel off the bottom, the bottom front panel and crawl under there and get the water line off that it's like a copper pipe at a millimeter at a time. So it was super fun to wrench. I I just, I I don't know if there's a special tool for that or what, but I had a crescent wrench and a regular wrench and a millimeter at a time until it finally came loose. Uh, But then it got to me to thinking my parents have a dishwasher at their house and it's always been at their house. And today I just asked about it and it's literally Literally always been at my parents' house. My parents' house was built in 1971. The dishwasher installed in 1971. Dishwasher is 48 years old. My parents have their original dishwasher. It still works. It's not quiet, (laughs) but uh, 48 years old. And I think my mom said a couple years ago, I talked to somebody about replacing it and went to, you know, they, they know someone that owns a store that sells that kind of stuff. They asked about And the guy said, you don't want to replace that thing. Is it broke? No, my mom says. It's just, you know, it's kind of ugly and it's loud, but it gets the job done. And the guy goes, you don't want to replace that. He goes, we'll replace it when it it breaks. And until then, you leave it alone. So it's kind of that, the old adage, they don't make them like they used to, right? I, I, uh, now I just hope that my dishwasher lasts that long. We're going to go back to the phones here. In a second, I, I got to put you guys on hold first so I can then answer them. Yeah, caller, welcome to Lacrosse Talk PM. Who's this? Well, it, it's Scott. You know, I'm I'm calling again. I, I just get in the car. I hear about appliances. <laughs> okay. I got the I got the greatest washer and dryer appliance hookup ever. Out out on uh, on M in, in Holman, just off the. She, they, they fix them in the garage. I mean, this guy was a repairman for a long time, 
you get, and then if they ever break, you first you get a warranty, and yeah. then if they ever break, they'll fix them for like a nickel on the dollar. I'm not kidding you. Sure. You get great. I just got this top load giant dryer for my rental house because we do a lot of bedding over there because it's for thing. We're all. I got this huge capacity dryer for under two hundred dollars. It just I looked online. They're a thousand bucks. Sure. You know. So yeah, you know you got to look around. I mean, you know, you the dishwasher's over there. Yeah, if you if you can't, if, yeah. Thanks for the call. If you can't find one from 1971, I guess you, you got to buy somewhere. You got to buy them from somewhere. Do you buy them new and spend a bunch of money, or do you get a get a used one from somebody? Uh, we're gonna go back to the phones. Is this Pete? Yeah. Hey Pete, go ahead, man. Yeah, hey, I heard you. I heard you talking about fixing your uh, dishwasher. Yeah, it's in the back and, of my truck um, right now. <laughs> it, it scares me that you you brought the. The fact that you use a crescent wrench and you you mustn't have much for tools, huh? I I don't have a tool that can fit under the dishwasher to take the pipe off. I guess. Yeah, they yeah they make plenty of tools for for those kinds of things. But uh, I was just going to mention you. You might want to go to school for for that. There's a lot more money in that than probably what you're doing on the air right now. <laughs> All right, all right, Pete. Thanks for the call. Uh, we're gonna get we're gonna get number three online here. Number three, go ahead. What does a single guy need a dishwasher for? <laughs> I don't want to wash my own dishes. I just want to put them in there and not have to wash them. Well, maybe you should get married and you get a dishwasher. <laughs> I feel like the Me Too movement has changed that, and we're equally washing anyway, and drying. Talking to Tara, here, listening to Tara Johnson say that they need a raise so they can maybe dress better instead of wearing blue jeans. Yeah, something okay. like that. Yeah, well, I go to church every Sunday, and I say 40% of the people got blue jeans on. Right. Well, I think I think she's saying that, you know, if if the job paid better, people that have, you know, people that are working 50, 60 hours a week aren't going to apply or run for county board. So if it paid better, they might see that as that sacrifice. Hey, you know what? I actually could you know, dedicate 10 hours a week to, to being a county board member if it paid $700 a month instead of 400 Right. I, I, she's got a good story there. Okay. According to Trempo, Tom yesterday, who was on a board like that, money isn't the best thing. Yeah. I got a lot of faith in Trempo, Tom. Okay. Keep your powder dry. All right. Thanks a lot. Yeah, the the Trouble Tom called yesterday and said if you pay the county board too much, then everyone's going to run and all they're going to do is want the money and then maybe they don't do the work. Whereas if you don't pay them anything, those people really just want to be do-gooders and do county board stuff for the sake of the cause and not for the money. Uh, you, you could You could argue it both ways, I guess. I would probably lean towards paying them a little bit more i don't know like uh i i'm saying they're giving a 100 percent raise they're going from 417 dollars to 700 but the the uh top of the board is going from like i think it was 1200 to 2800 so in one way in who's texting me here uh tom says it's a 68 percent increase and in another way it's over 100 percent so a uh, libertarian guy texted in. He says, I serve on the board of directors and don't receive any pay. Serving on the board of directors is a privilege. So, see, and that's it, and that's one way to think about it. And 
Uh, but I but I think Tara Johnson's coming from the fact that if I'm working 60 hours a week, I don't want to go and be a county board member because I don't have an I don't have enough time in my day. I'm I'm already burned out from my job where I have to work to make ends meet. I'm not going to be on the county board. Oh, now it pays seven hundred dollars a month. I probably could make that sacrifice. Maybe I get less hours at my other part time job, and then the county board actually pays off. That's all the time we got for today. We'll be back at it for free for all Sports Friday. Bucks playing tonight. I'm very excited.